Club Talk Radio. Tony, how you doing? Yeah, I was super fantastic. Every day. <laughs> super fantastic. Wake up, wake up. It's the TNT Denar. We've been waiting so long, but we made it this far. If yeah. you're feeling like I'm feeling, you know it's so hard. Gotta keep your head up. Keep your faith in the Lord and we restore the truth. Breaking down the walls, over 10,000 people waiting on the call and when it all coming to reality, it's over with. It's so close, I can feel it like a super hit. You never had it. You keep your head when you cash it. Outlast it. You ain't even got a flash it. How you doing, Tony? I'm super fantastic. Far from past it. Now close your eyes and imagine. Those that been down, bouncing back like elastic. How many really trying to do something that's so drastic? Ask it. If you see another fella of the Denard era of making their life better, yeah. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Triple P Pam known as already blessed. We done heard half the news. We waiting on the rest. We waiting to stretch. Remember that we on the same map. Tony and Ray ran the brothers on the same path. It's time for a transference of wealth and ain't trying to be left with my life on the shelf. Can't do it by myself. We got to do it together. A life of wealth. We living like to live it forever. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. We getting ready for the RV. It was all a dream, but now it's a reality. Now it's where it has to be. Just keep your faith and you will see. It's a catastrophe, but just be patient, though. Incredible how he used the oddest things to bless your soul. TNT, Denard, Tony, Raven, where you at? People waiting on the intel call to hit you back. Raven got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceived. It's blessed life, I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah, we getting ready for the RV. We ain't got the ladies going crazy on the open mic call. Midnight to the break of dawn is going on. Uh. Living in a time where we really know we need it. You gotta believe it, ain't no time to be conceited. This blessed life I cherish like the air that I'm breathing. No grieving, listen to the words that I'm speaking. Lifetime of wealth transferred to the believer. Know somebody ready, I can hear it through the speakers. IQD reevaluation, waiting with anticipation. I'm patient and impatiently waiting to be patient. Let's go. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. We getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Getting ready for the RV. Yeah. We getting ready for the RV. Let's go. 
To start conference recording, press 1. To return to the conference, press R. The recording has started. It's time. Welcome to the Information Superstation, TNT. Hosted by that dynamic duo, Tony and Ray Rinfro. They're super fantastic and fantabulous, sir, to the up degree. Bringing you the latest and greatest Iraqi dinar revaluation information from around the globe, east to west. It's the best. So sit back, relax, and get ready to have your mind blown in the TNT Intel Zone. Good afternoon, TNT Super Fantastic Family. Today is Friday, June 24, 2022. Raven 98 here, along with. Good morning, TNT. <clears throat> it is Friday. And a wonderful Friday it is. So, all right, guys. First of all, uh, I like to go to Twitter and see a whole bunch of thank you, thank you, thank you, thank yous from everybody that's listening. Because I saved you guys one hell of a roller coaster ride this week. Trust me. <laughs> <laughs> well, the hell so, um, I did get text and email from some of you guys saying you were worried, concerned, what's going on. It was an up and down week, that is for sure. So, on Monday, which was our holiday, right? Right? That was our holiday? That is correct. On Monday, I got calls from everybody i mean the banks the treasuries back everybody telling me that tuesday morning we was gonna be rich <laughs> trust me i did it's on everybody's going in early and well today's friday you guys know we're not rich <laughs> so that part didn't happen and they're still going on. What are they doing now? They're still expecting it to happen, without a doubt. For what reason? I don't know. Because everybody is totally confused. Uh, nobody expected what happened yesterday to happen. And that was for Sadar to go through with removing his members. But he did. They voted in the new parliament members, all except for nine. Nine of them did not take the oath, so they have 30 days to take the oath or they have to do something else. Can you guys hear me okay? Okay. Yeah, sound good on my end. All right. Someone was just texting me, so I thought they were telling me that. Um, Anyway, they have 30 days to take those to complete parliament. So it's not completed yet. They do have enough, and they probably have enough to make a quorum. Since the uh, framework received an additional 40 seats, I think it was 34 or 40. can't remember exactly. But more than enough to go in there. What's holding them up? 
um, Kurdistan is still not agreed. Democratic Union of, of Kurdistan, they're still believing in some of the things that Sadar wanted to get done. Even though they made an announcement, we have to form a government. And they said, we have to form a government that believes in what we believe in, though. Everybody has acknowledged that the framework is the largest party. It's now up to them to make it happen. But they can't do it without Kurdistan agreeing to terms. um, And they are negotiating. What they're saying right now is they're negotiating, started negotiating yesterday after the new members were signed in, but we won't see a new government until Parliament returns, which should be around July the 9th, the 10th, when their 30 days is up, before Parliament returns. It's hitting me to do it pretty fast, you know. A lot of other controversial things going on with Sadar opting out. The framework is making statements saying that he's really in, that he's negotiating. He has negotiators still negotiating terms of the agreement. Sadar came out this morning, his deputy saying all that's a lie. They are not involved in it at all. No one is representing them in any negotiation. Why? Well, there's two schools of thought, guys. We can see this happen. That is, the framework do what they said. They're going to make sure Sadar is happy. His people are happy, regardless if he participates or not. They're going to do some of the things that he wanted done. The other thing is, Sadar lets them form the government and then destroys it within six months with the people. Everybody knows whatever happens, if the framework puts the government together, and it's not what Sadar wants, it's not what the international community wants, then they won't last six months. So they're trying to coordinate that. And by say what they want, I just mean the people in places that they want. They're not going to do the politics that Sadar wants. And he's using that as his leverage with the people to crash his government should he have to. Now, do we really care? Because that's what you guys are going to say. This is never, ever going to happen now. I don't know when it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen. But what I'm thinking, what you should be thinking, we all should be looking at and monitoring is the fact that Sadar pulled out, the fact that the U.S. is letting this go on, they want to revalue the currency. The fact that the CBI is putting out information about the fields coins and dollars because they are putting out information about it. They want it to go on. I think at this point they don't care who the government is. They can control it afterwards now. 
Now, they didn't want to do that initially. We all know that. They want Al-Kazemi in place. They want Sadar in place. They want all the agreements in place when the rate changes. But if it's not going to be in place, I guess they have to go with plan B. Because that's the only way I can see it. And that's what most people, and by most people, I mean politicians on both sides, are thinking that it's going to happen. And it's still a way to achieve the goal. Let the framework make the government so everything is legal. Change the rate because of the price of oil and what needs to happen. And then take the government down. And start from there. Because there's no other way to do it. If we can see Sadar is done. They already brought the new members in. They already swarm in. So there's no saying I changed my mind now. All he can do is destroy the new government when it comes up. Or if they still can't form a government, dissolve parliament and vote all over again. Which is an option. Those two. But either way, food service laws should be in place. I just don't know um, when the 15 days is up. It's supposed to happen when the 15 days is up. And I can't remember exactly when it is. But it should be next week or by the end of the month. It should be posted in the Gazette, and then we'll see if the rate changes. Now, I know a lot of you are really excited or got excited. There's 100 deputies uh, signatures signed requesting that the rate be changed. Guys, this is not the first time they did that. Remember back in January or February, they signed requesting that the rate be changed. And I don't know that it was 100, maybe it was 50 or 60, but now it's 100. And they were told what? It's in the budget. Parliament doesn't have the power or authority to change the rate, but it's in the budget because CBI is putting it there. CBI is the only one who can arbitrarily change the rate based on the economy. So it's exciting, and we know it made them look good to the people that they're requesting that the rate be changed. But that doesn't mean it's going to be changed. We are waiting for the food services law to see if the rate changes, whatever the date is, for that to happen. Oh, okay. Which, according to my secret source, you guys know the secret source is Tish. Just so you know. Yeah, that should be today or tomorrow <laughs> with the time frame. And they said maybe it goes in the Gazette on Saturday. Maybe that's why everybody was so excited on Monday, because trust me, they were excited. And this is it. It's going to happen now. I'm actually waiting to hear from them uh, after this call to see if they get notified on standby alert. And I was already waiting for that. Uh, so maybe this is our weekend. Maybe this is our month. Um, oil was going down when they had it at its peak. It's uh, 
Where are we at? It's at 112 now. I guess which isn't bad because it was down to 109. So it's going back up, which is a good thing and can produce good rates for us. All right, Ray, let's get started. Wait, wait. I can't understand a word you're saying. Just a bunch of garbage. Can anybody else understand it? Oh, wait, yeah, there you go. There you go. Wait, you're cutting out. You need to be a little bit louder. You got your volume up? Yes. Okay. Is there any information you could not share from last week that you could share with us this week? Um, I actually told you guys I got the calls on Monday, which was a holiday. But um, And by that, I said we had two treasury people saying it and uh, three banks are saying it, that Tuesday was it and they were preparing for it. I didn't come on the call. We didn't do a call Tuesday or Wednesday, so you guys don't know. But it's okay because I saved you a hell of a ride because they were excited. What's next? Happy says, is any truth that we may not see the currency revalue anytime soon? How much longer can they keep holding off the citizens of Iraq? Is there any truth? I don't know. Who said it? I didn't say it. I just told you they were trying to get ready for Monday. So, um, no, I don't know how much longer they can hold off the citizens of Iraq. They have to tell us that. They're tired of it. They were having demonstrations this weekend. Remember last week they uh, passed out leaflets talking about it's coming. On this weekend, Monday or Tuesday, to Sadar's town and um, God, I can't remember what it said. Anyway, they had signs posted all up telling them it's coming, it's coming, it'll be here soon. So everybody knows something's coming. And that's what the framework is afraid of when the people start rioting, upset, how do they put it out? How do they get to stop them? Especially if Sadar is egging them on or promoting them, however you want to look at it. Why is he going to do that? Um, only if they're forming a government that he knows is crooked. He did come out and say something already because Maliki's party said they were going to nominate him for prime minister, and he already said that's not going to happen. The people will immediately go to the streets. If anyone is nominated as prime minister that has already been, prime minister so I don't know uh, how much longer the people are going to let it go I guess after the food services law happens if there's no rate, no jobs no money being passed out then we're going to see the tide change alright what's next Burbank Lou says 
Will the U.S. and CBI allow the RV if Maliki is prime minister? I think I answered that. They're going to allow it as long as there's a government, and then they're going to change it. And it's not that the U.S. wanted to or not wanted to. With the price of oil, the Ukrainian war, what's going on with the wheat, uh, I don't think anybody has any choice unless Iraq totally gets destroyed and then we start all over again. So I think they have to let it go and then correct things afterwards. And that's why Sadar got out of it, so he couldn't be blamed for any of it. And he'll get it back. So I'm looking forward to it happening. Go ahead. Okay. Let's go to live callers. First one is 360 area code. You're on. Numero uno, I'd say. Good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Rance Walt. Hey, sir. How are you? Well, I... uh, I'm basking in sunshine finally. Summer showed up. Yeah, it's like the weather you get every day, Tony, only for us it's different. It's been raining here for months, and uh, now we have sun, so it's all good. Where where uh, are you, in Puerto Rico? Yeah, no, the Caymans. Caymans, yeah. Walter and Pro, care of the Caymans. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, in case right. anybody's listening. In case anybody's listening. Yeah, Walt Walt Renfro. Um I guess Tony, the the one thing the most logical thing to happen now is for them to form a government, do the R V or do the currency uh, revaluation of their currency, and then they'll riot and tear it all down. So that's going to make our timing probably, what would you say, critical? Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen the day after the RV. <laughs> I mean, I, I think they'll, uh, I mean, if they go that route, they'll have to revalue the currency and not issue out the money, but continue to steal it for the people to immediately take to the streets. Now, if the food services law passes, they start passing out the money, they revalue the currency, they may get six months or a year until they do something that Sadar decides it's time for politics to change, or the U.S. It's time for the politics to change because Iran is getting too ingrained. So the logical thing would be to give the people the money, the food, the jobs, if the framework wants to stay there. If Iran wants to continue stealing the money, they should at this point, because anything else I think would be immediate. Hmm. Well, I think that's uh, that's reasonable, and like you've pointed out a time or two, there's nothing we can do about it. All we can do is wait. And I suppose the idea that if you want to live long enough to really be able to enjoy the bulk of what you get, um, if you lower your stress levels now and let your cortisol levels drop for not being wound up and uptight, then everything will work out. So do what you do every time you do what you do, which is have a great day. 
and I'd recommend that for everybody. Just my thoughts. Appreciate All it. Right, All right, sir. Appreciate it. All right, sir. Next up Hello. is 731 Area Code. Good morning. Good afternoon. Uh, you addressed afternoon. one of my questions, was which was, what's the chances that Maliki would get back in to the uh, office because they're saying that they were going to try and push him in? Uh, and the other thing was, question is, I read somewhere that the Democrats are really pushing hard to uh, get this done so that they can have a, at least one positive thing for Biden's presidency. Any okay. Word on that? Yeah. For everybody on the call who doesn't already know, I'm a Democrat. Always have been a Democrat. Always will be a Democrat. All right. Great. A lot of noise in the background. Yeah, that's not me. That's his line. Oh, well, I'll get there. Okay. If you guys want to even things out, Ray is the guy they call the Republican. I'm saying they call him because I don't believe he really is a Republican, but they call him that. <laughs> they, they say, yeah, no. <laughs> but here's the thing. I usually, my thinking, which is pretty logical, think I can see both sides of an argument. I try to anyway and see and say what makes sense. So the statement you made as a Democrat doesn't make sense. As an American citizen, it doesn't make sense. And I don't know who puts out this nonsense. Why would the Democrats want this to get done when nobody's going to know about it? Nobody's going to know that the U.S. RV Director, remember, this is still a secret. Only us know. The rest of the country doesn't know and won't know. Where's the money going to come from? Biden already said he's going to pay down on the debt. We think this is how he's going to do it, but nobody's out there saying they want this to be a feather in his cap because nobody's going to know that. I think Republicans, just as much as Democrats, want this to happen because there's no advantage, disadvantage to a great economy. I, I just don't think, because now we're even looking at Iraqis, the, the framework against Sadar. And Sadar says he's for the people. And the framework says they're for Iran because Iran supports them, so they're actually for themselves. So they don't care about the people. In your scenario, you're saying the same thing, that the Democrats want to get done so it helps Biden. It's going to be great. The Republicans don't. So what are they saying? Republicans don't actually care about the people, care about their power. They want to destroy the country, to destroy Biden. I, I don't believe that either. I mean, I, I don't believe it. I don't believe that's the route anybody would take as an American citizen. But people care about America would destroy the country just to win. I mean, not a whole party. I'm not going to say there's not individuals out there who wouldn't do that. But that that's just not the goal. So I um 
I don't know who, what kind of idiot or idiot is is putting that out or telling people that that's what this is about. But trust me, it's not. Bush could have got this done if that was the case. Just declared. Obama could have got it done if that was the case. Trump could have just did it if that was the case. He really wanted to stay in. I mean, if that was the case. But it's not the case. And it's not working for anybody. It works for Clinton because it happened. It rolled over to him, and he had the resource. He didn't do it for that reason because he wasn't the one who did it. Daddy Bush did it. So let's look at the whole thing if we're going to look at it. All right, what's next, Ray? 754 area code, you're on. Well, good morning, Tony. Good afternoon, Ray, from another hot, sunny day in Florida. It's good to have you both back on. It's been a week um, since I've been on the call. A couple of things, Tony. We always knew the framework was not good for this because they are backed by Iran. So what's to make this any better now that they've gained seats and Maliki's group is now in control that even cares about whether they are the, the currency or not? Well, nobody said it was going to be better. It just is. Because it's not going to be better. If, if the framework just is concerned with the framework and do what they've been doing, then they won't last 90 days. They definitely won't last 60 months. And, and, and six months. Everybody knows that. And that's what Sadar is saying. Okay, go ahead and form your government. I'll destroy it from within. Even though he's saying he's not. But the citizens are already getting ready. Signs are being posted. Everything else. For it to easily happen that way. Well, Maliki and them know that. His members are even saying that. He was pardoned. We can't do it without Sadar being happy. We can't do it without his people being happy. And being happy means doing some of the things he wanted to see get done in here. Now, they did just declare this morning that any agreement that Al Ghazimi made with small countries will all be dissolved as soon as they take charge. They're going to undo everything he did with the small countries. They don't like them sharing in the profits, being involved. And it's actually Iran trying not to put too many hands in the pot and trying to exclude other little countries from getting influences in pieces of the pot, which, okay, we know that. Well, so then we have to look at, Sadar says we couldn't get it done that way. Let me let you form the government again. All we really need him to do is revalue the currency. Now, he can revalue the currency, guys, just out of greed. And we're going to play on that. If he comes in, now that he's in charge, he'll be in charge of the oil, he'll be in charge of the finances, he'll be in charge of uh, the, the borders. He's putting all his people in place, thinks he can manipulate it all. Okay, but in six months, he loses it all. The U.S. is going to know that because they're the ones that's going to make it happen. But ours is going to know that because he's going to make it happen. 
And that's what it says. There's two against one when the government is formed, if it doesn't. Nobody wanted to take that route. They wanted Sadar to be there, be a smooth transition, and let's go. But if they got to give him six months to prove that he's wrong, for the people to see it, then come back and do it, okay. But in the meantime, in between time, they revalue the currency, we get our money, and 99.9% of the people on this call or in Denar land never even find out what happens after that because they're never going to care. That's true. Um, yeah. <laughs> the statement you made, that's true, because I don't care what happens once this happens. After 10 that's years, right. I couldn't care less. <laughs> um, yeah. The statement you made at the beginning um, about the banks and the Treasury having been so excited and were on the phone, what made them so excited since for the past 10 years that I've been in this, when Ramadan ended, we always were told we'd never see anything till after Eid, and Eid doesn't come until next month. So why were they so ecstatic with the mess that's going on in the government over there? Because they were being told it was going to happen. It's the reason they always get so excited when everybody oh, is doing it, saying, hey, they're just going to go ahead and do it. Or the CBI is going to do it because of the price of oil and make it happen. Because we say the law is going in effect on Friday anyway, or tomorrow. Hopefully it's in the Gazette tomorrow, and it goes into effect. And they want it to happen. I mean, that's the only thing I can tell you. I think things are crazy. I think they're too crazy. But the CBI has to look at what the rate is, what oil is, and now they've allocated all this money through the food law, which they have. Is it time to change the rate? Now, from my calculations with the food law and the days, today was the day was the ending date for that food law, and it was supposed to go into effect today. Yet, haven't read a thing, heard a thing, nothing's been discussed about the food service law being in effect at all. Nothing's been discussed about the Gazette. Not a word out of there. Nothing on line. Nowhere. So what do you think that's telling us at this point? Anything, or they're just miscommunicating with us again? No. Do you know, Tish? Yes, and I read what, okay. she, what she puts out. Oh, okay. I was going to say, you need to talk to her. Anyway, just so you know, there are articles out that says the food services law has already been, they're already assigning the money the different uh, governance, how much they're going to get, who's going to control it. All of that is already being done. And it said it was implemented the day it was voted on. We just haven't seen it yet because it doesn't become a law until after those 15 days. That's when they can actually start passing the money out. Right now, they're just setting up the network. When does that end? If it ends today, because that's what has to happen. The 15 days with no challenges, and no one has challenged it yet. No one. As of today, it said on a Saturday, if it goes in the Gazette, that would be tomorrow. If it goes in the Gazette, 
they could actually start passing out money early as Sunday. So we have to wait and see what happens. All right. My last question, Um, Kurdistan. With Kurdistan not happy with what's going on, um, Maliki's people sitting in parliament, no votes going on, can this, will the CBI, in your opinion only, Tony, let this let this RV go through with all those negative factors that are going on over there? You know, something happened today on Iraqi news and, and yesterday, April. They start admitting things. Cesar start putting it out in conversations and everything that their judicial system was being run by Maliki in here. That it was actually being run by Iran. Their judicial system, as well as their parliament, they were all Iran cronies. And we don't know that it goes to CBI, though. But here's the thing. If this is Sadar's plan, if this is the U.S.'s plan, that they want the government to be uh, set up a legitimate government, that they want the rate to be changed so that then they can take it back, then, yes, the CBI will do that because they need to save the country, first of all, regardless of who's running it, they need to save it for the future and then change the leadership. So yes, CBI could definitely make it happen because of the simple price of oil and it continues to go up and their amount of their reserves, they really don't have any reason to justify the way it is right now anymore, other than the government, not having legitimate government. So once they had a legitimate government, there's no other justification for it not being done. Okay? All right. Thank you. And um, I know it's Friday. Um, Change my Mahjong group. We're now playing on Thursday, so I will be on the calls Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. I want to thank you for your time. Hope you had a great vacation, Tony. Have a great weekend, both of you, and I'll be back on Monday unless something happens right. before. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Right. Hey, I forgot, guys. Oh, I did look at Twitter and that while I was uh, off enjoying myself, which everybody needs. Um, I did receive phone calls, as I told you guys, and had to read articles and do all that. Some people were mad at me because I was working, doing our thing, because I was at a wedding. But there was a huge event that I think everybody overlooked because I didn't see anybody tell Ray happy anniversary when we know it was his anniversary weekend. Okay. (laughs) I wanted to say happy anniversary, man. It was a hot happy day. All right, go ahead. Okay, who was it? That was um, at 206. You're on. 
Hey, Ray, happy anniversary, my friend. Uh, <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> Thanks, Tony. You just set that up so I could just jump right in there and wish him a happy anniversary. That was good of you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, guys, uh, this is sort of, a, it really is a question. It would seem like all of the former things that we were so breathlessly looking for that seemed to be so, oh, this has to be done and that has to be done and that has to be done, uh, that all of that's kind of gone out the window. And it seems like uh, powers that involve the Treasury and probably the, the rest of the administration and probably other powers like the UN and the IMF and so forth have just gotten to the point where they're saying for for the benefit of the world economy, uh, these guys are going to fool around forever unless we just act. And so we're going to act. Now, my question is, do you think that's really what's going on or am I not seeing it correctly? Um. I think what happened or is there was a good plan and yeah, what everybody wanted to see, which I said before. Um Sadar be in charge, Alcatraz be there, Selah be there, and it just be smooth sailing because they're gonna do it. But the fact that Zadar says, you know, I'm done with this because it's taking too long, too much, and the people are suffering too much. Because that's what he said, by not having a government, even though it's the worst kind you can have, the people are suffering, I'm going to sacrifice. So he changed it. So now everybody else says, okay, our piece got moved off the chessboard, so what do we do now? We do what everybody does, we adapt. So now we're going to have this government, this situation, we don't know if it's going to be six months or next four years. We don't know when the people are going to react or not. But we need Iraq to stay in the game. What we don't need is it to be destroyed before the rate is changed. But then everybody's out. So long as the rate is changed and there's some stability, like the U.S. said last week, we're going to work with any Iraqi government. We just need a government to work with. We're going to work with you. That doesn't mean we're not going to help Zadar destroy you down the road. But right now, we're going to work with you. And you have to do that in 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 sports, in life, in politics, and in war games. You have to be able to adapt to the situation. And that, to me is what I'm hearing they have done. Okay, so given that, which does make total sense and probably would have made us a lot of sense a lot sooner long ago, uh, then are you seeing the bank, did I hear you right, that, that you're hearing Treasury and the bank saying that this thing could actually go ahead perhaps this weekend or early next week? Did I hear that correctly or not? 
They thought it was going Tuesday. Right, I got that. But now that we are where we are, uh, what are you hearing for going forward from here? I don't know because I'm waiting for them to call me back. Ah. Well, then uh, I'll get out of the way. Everybody's still excited this whole week with anything happening. But nobody expected what happened yesterday to happen, that they would actually take the vote. At first, there was going to be no form and no vote until the end of the 30 days. Before the vote, the one Lazar thing. still there trying to bring his his deputies back, but he didn't do that. So after the vote, the whole situation has changed. And now that Maliki and his crowd are in there, it makes it highly unlikely that the white paper will be put forward. And if that's the case, it's pretty perplexing what's going to happen with all these contractors once the RV happens because they need the white paper to get in there to do what they're contracting to do, right? They do, but Maliki and his guys already realized that, and that's what they have said. They will do some of those things that Sadar wanted done, that the international community wanted done, or their time in government will be shorter than ever. They know that okay. already. <laughs> so you were referring to white paper points when you were saying that. Okay, I get it. Well, thank yeah. you for all this wonderful information. I uh, hope you continue to have a great uh, holiday. And, Ray, that uh, you have a great um, season in your anniversary. <laughs> and we'll talk to you next time, guys. All right. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank you. 610, area code, you are on. Hey, good afternoon, Ray, and good morning, Tony. It is G-Man MPA. Hey, man, how you doing? Doing super fantastic, gentlemen. It is another dynamite, super sunny day in the Northeast, 84 sunny degrees. All right. So, it is gorgeous. I'm going to go with the long version today, so here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, for all of you who are new to the call and all of you who didn't know, all these calls and all the means of communication that Ray and Tony use to keep us informed need to be paid for. And it's up to all of us out here in the currency community to send in our payments in order to buy airtime to keep this information superstation on the air. You can help by going to www.tntsuperfantastic.com. Clicking on that red payment button, and when you do, the name and address will come up to where you can send your checks and money orders made payable to Raymond Renfro, P.O. Box 1748, Elm City. That's just like the tree. Elm City, North Carolina, 27822. And when you're sending in those checks and money orders, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to make them payable to Raymond Renfro. And please remember to include your phone number on those checks and money orders. That way it makes it easier for Ray to track those payments as they come in. For all of you who'd like to donate electronically, you can go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website. 
click on that red payment button and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the click here instructions. That will then take you to a menu page of payments that you can choose from. Click on the payment that you would like to send in. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name on the card, and your credit or debit card information. In that block where you type in the name on the card, after you have typed in your name on the card, hit the space bar twice, and in that same block, type in your phone number. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. So again, to donate electronically, go to the TNTSuperFantastic.com website, click on that red payment button, and scroll down to where you will find the instructions to use the debit card or credit card of your choice. Click on the Click Here Instructions. That will then take you to another page where you'll be asked to type in your email address, your name on the card, and your debit or credit card information. In that block where you type in the name on the card, after you have typed in the name on the card, hit the space bar twice and type in your phone number there. Again, that helps Ray track the payments as they come in. After you have typed in your debit or credit card information at that bottom of the page is that blue send payment key. After you have clicked on that blue send key, Stay on the page for a few seconds. You'll then receive a circle with a check mark and a sentence that says, Thank you for supporting the TNT Blog Talk Radio Show. This way, you know your payments have gone through successfully. Remember to do it today, ladies and gentlemen. You'll be very, very glad that you did. As always, Ray and Tony, thank you for all you continue to do for us. Thank you again to both of your families for continuing to share you with us. Thank you to those 13 task force members who are still out there making sure that the bankers and meeting facilities are going to be available for us post-RV so we can get all that banking information. And as Ray has taught us, remember, verification, negotiation, diversification, protect your principal, KYW. Know your worth. And Vegas, Vegas, Vegas. And Raleigh, Raleigh, Raleigh. So I can come join you and enjoy some of that good home style North Carolina barbecue. Thank you, gentlemen. Make it a dynamite weekend. All right. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. You're very, very welcome. All right, I'm out of right here. Okay. Oh, okay. Got it. Next would be 281. Hey, Ricardo, you're on. Hey, Ray. Hey, Tony. How you guys hey, doing then. today? Oh, Tony, I forgot to make the announcement. This is one call Friday. You mean one question Friday? Well, yeah, one question. You need to quit your foolish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> How you guys doing today? I'm Hope. 
And tabulus her to the nth degree. Good. And Mr. Tony, you sitting in the couch back there. How you doing? I'm super fantastic. Trust me. <laughs> I mean, we all going through it, so we might as well enjoy it while we're doing it, huh? <laughs> I know that's right. It ain't going to do any good. <laughs> that's right. Okay, so I do have some questions. Um, So I was reading and um, looking at some of the different things out in the Norland, and supposedly there's a company from Germany that created some of the new ATMs over in Iraq. And um, these particular current uh, ATMs basically um, have the capability to take money and do instant calculations on whatever rate may be set, saying, for example, only machines can handle the floats of currency rates and give, like, back the exact amount of transactions at the current rate of transactions. So my question to you is, in your opinion, what would, how would a ATM be able to do that, and what would cause the machine to have calculated rates of different rates in them? And then yeah, I have what another question. Yeah. Huh? What, what do you do all that? What do you do all that? He said, let, let me see what I can ask. Huh? Read, yeah. read that because I have a question. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> do you know how that would connect? And the reason why I asked that question is because I know you guys have given us a range of rates, for example, like the dinar from whatever. I know, but let me tell you this. Look, let me tell okay. you this. First of all, years ago, you've been here for years, I tried to tell you guys that what we do is we go to war with the country, and this is not what I think we do, this is what we do, and it's been proven over and over again. We go to war with the country, and then we turn around and rebuild that country better than our own. And there are a lot of people complaining about our country, buildings falling apart, highways, roads, everything else, our uh, electronic features. And countries go come back stronger. <clears throat> I'm going to give you an example so you guys can understand this. Yesterday, my wife was showing me over in Japan that all their buildings, tall buildings, some of them 50 stories high, whatever, all the other 15 stories high. They have bars on a set of windows in each apartment, little shelf. But when there's an emergency, those bars flip out away from the wall. You guys need to look at this and see it. They drop down and they have steps down to the next level. They have instant staircase outside their building, fire escape. I mean, from 50 stories up. They're not worried about people running through the halls, running downstairs, getting caught, hanging out buildings like we see over here with no way to get from the top floor. And I say to myself, why wouldn't every country have that? Why wouldn't every high-rise be It's genius. 
mm-hmm. they have a lot of things like that. When I was over there way back then, we have a lot of touch things like our microwaves now and stereos and that. They had it back then. Toward their country rebuilding, they had better technology. I'm getting to a point. Iraq is the same way. Remember they were coming out with their credit cards with your iris on them and your fingerprint so nobody else could use your credit card. They're getting all this new technology that we don't have. Why? Because we destroyed them, and now we're building them back with better technology than we have ourselves. Well, ATM is no different. They have an ATM that reads exchange rates because they have multiple countries they're connected. That's, we will never have that ATM because we don't use that ATM. We don't use those currencies. So it means nothing to us at all except they have more technology. How do they do it? They do it the same way your cell phone does it, your computer does it, your laptop does it, connected to the foreign currency exchange electronically, and it updates rates on a second's notice whenever rates change. So if they're exchanging currency through that ATM, which they will be able to do and we cannot, it will have the updated rates for them. It's the new system that they have put in place. But it doesn't apply to us at all. Right. So I have a question with that said. Okay. How how is it that we have a range of currencies for the dinar and how does that does that tie in any kind of way at all? A range of currencies. Well a a range of rates for just the dinar. Yeah, different rates. Okay. Yeah. Different rates for different countries or just for us? Just, well, just for us, because I know, I think on your last call, you gave us a range of rates for dinar from one, whatever dollar up to $6, whatever. So how does that come in? It's based on what oil is going to be that day. So they go from the highest possibility to the lowest and said it's going to be in this range. We don't know until the day actually happens what it's going to be, but we know the range, and that's why it's constantly changing. Right now, the high is maybe all of that 115 when it comes out. So here's the range we're looking at. Somewhere in here it should be. When it goes to 125, 130, then that's going to change. The high and the low is going to change. That's why they said stop giving out rates. They told me with the bank, and they blacked it out for some. Because we don't know it's going to be there. Oil is too volatile right now. We don't know where it's going to be, but we have a range. Okay. Okay. So that answered my question for that. So on my next question is, um, so the banks and Treasury were excited at the earlier part of the week, thinking this would happen. But at the same time, were the markets, people and the traders notified because that's when I get excited when you say they are notified because then we know they have a two-hour window and all that stuff. Not one of them told me that they they received that. I just got it from the banks and treasury and uh, my guy over Iraq thought something could happen at that time. That was it. Okay. My last question is, at what point do you feel 
this war will end. I mean, I know that Russia is trying to overtake Ukraine totally, but, I mean, it seems like they have the majority of the country pretty much or those cities, whatever, destroyed. I mean, I guess my question should be how much longer do you think this war would last? Because I know you said your committee guy was thinking that nothing would happen until this thing is over. Do you feel that we're closer to the end for this to be wrapped up with the war? Okay, the war will probably go to the end of this year and could go to the end of next year, the furthest projection that I've heard so far. Okay? Wow. But the war is actually going to end when Putin can figure a way out gracefully without saying that he lost, because that has to happen. But as um, Ukraine was accepted yesterday or Monday, um, as an invitational to NATO, not accepted in NATO, but their Mm -hmm. first step to becoming a NATO partner, Ukraine itself, is going to end. Because then we have to get involved. Now, will we do that in the middle of a war? No, but the closer it gets to happening and when they start getting more um, military, artillery, and, and things like that, and other countries start getting paid with us, then it's going to end. And, guys, Putin's not really moving forward, if, if you notice. He's just trying to destroy enough land where the people won't come back to live, and he can have create a new border. There's no way everybody's going to let him take over the whole country. They're letting him carve out a piece of it, just like they did Crimea, where he could feel, okay, they at least got to come this far before they get to me. And if you'll see what he's doing, he's not advancing across the country. He keeps bombing the same areas over and over again or that trying to destroy and make them inhabitable so that he's satisfied. And that's why he's not calling it a war but a conflict. And that's why mm-hmm. the other countries are letting him do that. All right, go ahead and do that. It'll be over and the world can go back to normal. But that's what's happening if you're really paying attention. Okay. okay. So if let's just say hypothetically that the war does go until next year or end of next year, uh, how will those people? Well, I mean, I guess anything could happen as far as them going to the end of next year. I'm saying the people they've survived this long and they haven't done anything. But do you truly feel that they would not tear up Iraq, <laughs> the citizens? I'm saying and waiting for a whole another year. Possibly. Oh no, the Ukraine war and what's going on in Iraq are two different things. Okay. No, I know. They're not I'm going saying. to wait another year. Oh, okay. I'm just saying. Okay. No. And you, and you yeah. guys got to realize also what's going on. You Ukraine is affecting the food services on a global scale, not just in Ukraine, not just mm-hmm. in Iraq. I mean, wheat is a commodity that we all use. Right. Gas oil is something we all use. It's affecting everybody now. And somebody's mm-hmm. going to shut it down. 
way before okay. him. Okay. It's the fact okay. that he's done now. He's done a couple things yesterday, today, and they came up with their own SWIFT system where people can trade directly with him. And some countries will do that. Iran will do that. China will do that. Uh, probably Venezuela and some other countries. Yeah, Russia. Russia. They have a new international monetary system that they just started, and they're trying to get everybody to sign on outside Mm. the SWIFT system so that they can survive. And it might work for them, might not. But what it doesn't do is feed Iraq. (laughs) Oh, Iran's going to get on their system, too. It doesn't feed Iraq. And Iraq's problem is not that it's the war itself is causing so much chaos with the price of oil going up, food services and that, that one of two things has to happen. The war has to stop, which probably does. Iraq has to change their rates so that people can afford anything unless they're just going to give it to them all forever, which they definitely don't want to do. Mm-hmm. So the people aren't going to stand for this summer. It's, it's not going to go through the summer, I guarantee you. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, sir, for answering all my questions. Let's hope something caused the war to stop, and maybe we will see this sooner than later. And maybe your committee guy may be correct on that, because I kind of feel now that it that this war is affecting every everyone, not just you know uh, Ukraine. I mean, we're it's affecting us by the gas prices and all kind of mess. So. May, hopefully it, it, it's ending soon. I'm hoping. Okay. All right. Thank you, sir. Thank Talk you. Have a great weekend. Okay. Bye. Three five two. Erico, you are on. What's up, guys? All right, Tony. Hey, how you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Hey, Tony. Uh, I was reading this article with uh, this guy from, uh, I think it was American University in Iraq. And he was warning them about the drought in the country. And, I mean, he was talking about how bad the drought is. And, and he said they only have a small window to get something done. So I would think they would need to rush and get the government form to get this taken care of, you know. What do you think about that? You were saying that Russia would do what? No, no. I I was reading this article with this guy from American University in Iraq. He was warning them about how bad the drought is in that country. You know, they're, they're not getting proper rain that they used to get. And he said they only have a small window of um, opportunity to try and correct some of those drought areas to do something about the drought in that country. You know, so I, I was, I was, I'm saying I would think they need to rush and get the government done as quick as they possibly can. Wouldn't, wouldn't you think so? I would think so. So the World Bank put out a report two days ago that said Iraq was in danger of losing everything. Everything that they received so far because they need economic reform which includes climate reform because of what's going on as far as climate change. Iraq is saying they, they know this. They need economic reform because the other countries surrounding them are continuing to build new dams, cutting the water off from them, which they're going to try to go to world court for and say, hey, you know, we're buying free water. The ocean is free, 
and they keep building these dams, charging us for water, because that's what's going on. So they need reforms themselves to make some agreements and get that part done. So yes, sooner rather than later, again, that's what they're going through with Iran buying water and electricity from them. If the reform takes place, they can make agreements with other countries. World Bank is telling them to do it now. Form your government, take care of these things, as well as, yes, uh, our university professor. Everybody can see it's a conglomerate of things that the RV will take care of, so they need it. But they can't get it until they have a government in place, they say, where CBI at least feels comfortable enough to change the rate. Now, now the cruise service law, it, it hasn't been signed yet, right? But it, 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 it goes automatically, what, 15 days, and then it goes into the Gazette? That's, that's what it said, 15 days, even with no signature. It goes for 15 days. It goes into the Gazette as well. Okay. Another thing, another thing I was reading, uh, Kazimi was complaining about, you know, how he was being criticized and his administration was being com- being cr- uh, criticized. And he came out. He said, "Well, you know, at least we're doing something." He talked. He talked about the thousands of schools they're building across the country. You know, did you see that? But he's not. They're being criticized for not letting the Silk Road deal go through, which is the China agreement. The U.S. doesn't want the China agreement. They don't want China to have that kind of influence in Iran. And they see, I mean, Iraq, they see what they're doing. The Iraqi government doesn't want it because it's just not just about building a thousand schools. It's about building factories. It's about uh, controlling some of the oil wells. It's about creating influence. And the government says that's giving China too much power and authority because now we got China which is buying Iraq, Iran, which is already influencing their political markets of Iraq, and that doesn't leave anywhere for any other country to come in and get involved. So now they're handing their country over to two communist countries or one that they don't want. So a lot of people didn't like the deal. It wasn't really voted on. Al-Kazimi is being criticized for it by who? By the framework, because it's the deal they put together and what they want to see. And he's saying, what do you mean I'm not doing it? They already started the thousand schools, even though the deal can't become legal until there's a new government to vote it in. But they're saying they should have started anyway. And he said, I did start it. They're starting to build the schools. It can always be undone with the next government. If the framework's going to run it, it'll probably go through, though. Go ahead. Are, are they doing it from the reserves? I mean, what kind of money? I mean, how they, where are they getting the, the, the bucks from to do such? I mean, to build all these schools. I mean, they don't have a currency to come to and all ever yet, so where are they getting this money from, you think? China was putting up the money. That's part of the deal. Okay. Next question. With the Zim, when it revalues, how does that affect that country? Does that mean that those guys also have more purchasing power? I mean, what, what's, what's the deal here? Yeah, when it revalues, they'll have more purchasing power. Absolutely. Okay. And the last thing, I, you know, I, I noticed you mentioned about, about the gold dinar. 
Do you realize that was uh, Gaddafi's idea to create the gold dinar because he wanted to rid Africa of of of, of, of the dollar? He tried to get all no, African what? countries. That, 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 I heard you sometime back. You were talking about the gold dinar, and I said that was Gaddafi's idea to create the gold dinar because he wanted all the African African countries to join him because he wanted to wean them off of the American dollar. You know, he he was pissed off because you know the American dollar is always everybody using the American dollar, and he was saying like, hey, let's create our own currency. And we can wean ourselves off the American dollar, you know. And if you want to trade with us, we get, guess what? You got to have gold to trade with us. That was Gaddafi's okay. idea. So listen, there are because you're into a couple different things. So I want to clarify what I said. There are five mini IMF, which is five groups of countries of five, which are going to trade with each other using other than the U.S. dollar. So that has already been agreed upon and taken effect, which diminishes the need for the U.S. dollar, supposedly, or as a reserve. But they can only do it within their group. So we're still there. But the gold dinar, the only one I know I've talked about or I've seen is somebody sent me one. And now I have like three of them, I think, where they're wrapped in gold. One of the bankers told me they're going to be worth more than the rest of them, which I find that hard to believe. And that's why I was asking about it, because it's just gold-plated or gold-layered notes. That's the only gold dinar I know of. Well, I think what you have is gold-plated. It's not it's not solid gold, because he wanted, he wanted to create an actual gold dinar. You know? No, it is not and, solid and, and, gold. Absolutely, absolutely yes, it's not. not. It is gold-plated. Gold. What, you have, what, you, what you have is gold-plated, but what he wanted to do was create a solid gold uh, uh, dinar. And a lot of folks saying, well, not a lot of folks, but, but supposedly this is what took him out. I'm, you know, it, when he mentioned that, the, the West saw it as, as a threat, you know? So, well, uh, I would understand it, but gold, every country, we have gold bars. Germany has gold bars. Europe has gold bars. But they're all stamped so you know which country they come from already. So that is nothing new. Well, I mean, you know, when you when when you when you try to get rid of the American dollar and you know, between the African countries, he was like he was trying to get all all African countries to join him and, and native you know, whereas they would no longer depend on the American dollar. I understand. But that would be like a mini IMF where when we trade, like Russia is doing right now, if anybody wants to avoid the sanctions, wants to trade with us, we just create a new SWIFT system where you can trade in rubles because that's all we're going to take. But it means you don't have to bow down to the U.S. You don't have to worry about the sanctions because now we're using our own system, something they won't even be connected to. And Gaddafi was talking about doing something like that. But yeah, gold is gold. Okay? Yeah, I, I see a lot Dude, of Africans are talking about joining Russia. Run the clock, gentlemen. Okay, okay, guys. Okay. Thank you, buddy. All right, thank, right. You, thank you, sir. All right, Have guys. Have a good day now. Thank you. I heard Ray start playing music anyway, but. All right. Um, if I hear from the bank in Iraq today, over the weekend, I will definitely tweet it out to you. Things are still going forward, though, so there's no bad news. 
None of them have been told to stop, is on hold, anything else. So we're still looking forward to it. And let's see what happens with the food services law tomorrow, if it hits the Gazette or not. But I'll put it out as soon as I find out. So in the meantime, in between time, enjoy the rest of your day, your weekend. Be uh, Do what I'm going to do. And be super fantastic while you're doing it. And share the super fantastic with that. All right, have a good weekend. Okay, Ray. Okay, ladies and gents, that's going to do it for us for this week. Let's get ready for the weekend. Keep believing. We sure do. This keeps me going. On those days when I feel like giving up. Fire.
Recording press one to return. This session is no longer being recorded. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a wrap. Enjoy your weekend. We are out of here. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.